0: Hello, 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 everyone. Up. Welcome back to another episode of The Plot Strikes Back. Back, 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 boom, boom, back, boom. back, back. We are here to talk about a movie by Guy Ritchie. Yeah. The first of more to come called The Gentlemen.
1: The Gentlemen. The
0: Gentleman. This movie premiered in the beginning of 2020 before things went uh, very awry on the planet i'm not going to get into that and no, things shall seen. not be named yeah but time. but this movie came out and mm-hmm. uh, i remember i remember it coming out in yeah january 2020 and uh, i wanted to see it but i didn't get a chance to see it in theaters so literally the same exact thing happened to me uh like at the time i was obviously
1: well yeah i was working a lot at the time I just never got the chance to actually see the movie in theater. I actually didn't see this movie until like, I think it was like early this, sh- late last year, I think. Yeah, it was, it was the it, first time I saw it. I was like, oh, I finally got a chance to see it. And I watched it and uh, this shit, rad.
0: Yeah, it was It was when it first got added to the streaming platforms.
1: Yeah, at first it was Netflix,
0: Yeah, I think. Yeah, so yeah, it still is on Netflix. But I actually think it is being taken down at the end of the month because you know how netflix will like add movies and they'll take them down yeah, netflix
1: sucks uh, i will not have a netflix account once this whole password sharing thing stops because i'll be kicked be, off my dad's
0: yeah it's going to be interesting when that happens um i'm kind of curious to see if they'll fold and then bend the knee to us as subscribers because like listen people I well i mean if you think about it like People just, people aren't going to cater to them and say, dude, you, it's already 20 bucks a month, you know? And and then granted, there's a lot of content on Netflix, but that doesn't mean that everything on there is good.
1: Dude, 60% of it's trash. Not only that, but. Or first episode shows that, or I'm sorry, first season shows that you're never going to get a second season. Right. Or sure. like a continuation. Canceled. Yeah. It's just right. like, okay. And then they say like. They've never canceled an unsuccessful show. I'm like, you guys are idiots.
0: Absolute idiots. I mean, I think, I think it's just dumb to leave or to take off popular movies. And and I, I don't know if it's like a, a server side thing where this is how much content we can have on Netflix at any given time. Could be licensing too. Licensing. Sure. Or I know it's, I know some things are regional based, like, People in, say, Canada, as an example, will have shows or movies that us in the United States will not have. Hmm. Or, or people, you know, in Europe and other countries will have access to shows. And, you know, even because I know a couple other platforms do this, like Amazon Prime Video. I forget what movie we were, we were talking about looking at. And it wasn't. Oh, I know what it was. It was. I think it was Pulp Fiction. When we were, mm-hmm. we were trying to watch Pulp Fiction, it used to be on Prime. It it wasn't, but then someone said, "Oh, it, I forget what country it was, but it, if you used a VPN, then you could watch it because you're saying that you're from this country." It's too much energy. Well, I mean, it's just just own it. It's a all great I, right, but movie. not a lot of people it's the use VPNs. Movie of all time. I know, but but like for sake of like, well, you know, this you know the gentleman's not on this platform, right? So at that point, it's it's worthy of a buy. Yeah, I think this movie is worthy worthy of buying and, and owning, uh, even if you, you know, whether it's physical or digital. You know, it's yeah. I don't, I don't think Guy Ritchie makes bad movies. I mean, I think from all his movies, most of them are are pretty damn good. Yeah, and this is definitely one of the one of the you know one of the best ones I think. So to. Before we get into things, I'll say this: I'm, number one, obviously, there will be spoilers if you haven't watched it yet. But as always, if you want to just listen to the episode, and if we entice you enough to to watch it, then by all means, keep on listening, and then go watch the movie. And then if you want to go back, because maybe we said something that clicked, and you're like, "Yep, I made a good choice," and then I bought it. Cool, awesome. Support the you know the people who made the movie and and digital sales i guess but support our boy matthew matthew McCon, all right all right all right charlie Hunnam, you know all the good uh colin farrell guy richie um Hugh grant <laughs> Hugh dude grant. he is
1: probably my favorite part of the movie <laughs> yeah it was awesome
0: yeah uh also be sure to share this with your friends your family your pets your neighbors yeah, you know, or your possibly can.
1: Yeah, yeah. You, you maybe don't. you got to reignite the
0: rivalry over a Frenemies? heated discussion. Exactly. You know, maybe maybe that's the thing that links you up, and you long and you no longer have an enemy. Exactly. Or uh, a frenemy. But we're on Twitter, Apple Music. Well, not well, Apple Podcasts. Should, shouldn't say Apple Music. Apple Podcast. and uh, Spotify. Yeah, some other weird shit too. If you want to venture out there. Yeah, RSS feeds, all that kind of stuff, so. Yeah, whatever that means. <laughs> he's, not the tech, he's not the tech guy. It's fine. Um, so, to dive into this movie, it's a shorter movie, under two hours. Yeah. Which is nice. It's a minute, uh, well, not a minute, wow. Uh, 113 minutes, rather. So, you know. I mean, good. honestly,
1: it's it's quick too.
0: Yeah, it, it it's not a slow movie. It moves fairly fairly quick. It just gets you oh
1: in the very first scene.
0: Yeah, well, you kind of think that Matthew McConaughey is the one of the you know, main protagonists. He dies, and it's like, okay, well, you showed that you know he goes into a pub, he gets a, it's a nice pint, a pint, and a what was it a fried. A pickled egg. Pickled egg. And then, to, you know, maybe a minute later. Boom. Yep. Gunshot blood. You're like, oh, okay, well, so how did he die? You you think, but it's not quite a, at all. Yeah. So I like that Guy Ritchie has developed the plot to think that, well, here's a main character, you know, a big actor, and you think he's going to die. But, spoiler, again, he doesn't. Yeah, he almost did. Yeah, he almost did in in that particular scene, but uh, thanks to uh, Charlie Hunnam's character uh, Ray,
1: he was badass.
0: Yeah, I I really. Yeah, it's it's hard to say who my favorite character is in this movie.
1: That's the thing about a Guy Ritchie movie is it's really tough. Yes, really is definitely Hugh Grant, but also Colin Farrell
0: yeah i mean i just think everyone really knocked it out of the park i think for the characters that aren't in it a lot right so between between charlie hunnam matthew mcconaughey hugh grant hugh grant colin farrell and i mean obviously there are some other notice- noticeable actors in there um uh was it uh Eddie Marson who plays big Dave, you know, he, one thing I loved him in was the Showtime show, Ray Donovan. He was one of Ray Donovan's brothers. And, uh, who was it? Uh, you got Michelle Dockery who plays, uh, Rosalind Pearson, Matthew McConaughey's movie wife. (laughs) Nope. I mean, I love that. It was like, Someone touched my wife. Man, you don't. You don't. You don't touch dude, uh, Mickey's man, wife. The dude
1: ran across the city pretty much and just with like just got got into ca- a car, car accident, accident,
0: bleeding, yup. limping, runs across, gets there right before she's about to get raped, and just gets pop bop bop bop.
1: fucked him up. Yeah, I hated him. I was like, oh, this is a little <laughs> head man.
0: He's a little dry eye.
1: Yeah, dude. <laughs> turns on his, uh, I guess, his older council leader.
0: Yeah. Who, like, throws up a ton. Yep. Because of the... Uh, oh, yeah. He poisons him. He I poisons think. him. Yep. Yeah. Wow. That was nasty. Everywhere. Yeah. And you're just like... the f- That first, like, vomit, Matthew McConaughey is sitting him across from, like, that poker table. And I wonder if the vomit went a little farther than anticipated because he moves. And I wonder if that was like an ad lib that Matthew McConaughey did where he just moves out of the way. Cause then he stands for the rest of the time. Like it's like, Oh, we didn't expect the vomit to go that, that far. Like we, we expected it to go on the table, but not like almost hit him. Maybe. So it could have been, or it, it, he's just like, don't f- with me. Yeah. It could, it could have been just like, no, that's how it's going to be. He, but you as your I, character, I can you get, get up, you here. Yeah, I can
1: even get you here. Yeah, all that. So that was that was some cool.
0: Yeah, shit. I don't. But I think for I mean the way the way Colin Farrell's character is introduced in this movie is fantastic. When he's at he's at that like like deli restaurant, right? He's just trying to right? order food. He's just trying to order food in <laughs> his full plaid suit with his glasses cap and cap on. on. Yeah, and these. Hoodlums, these kids come up, and these wankers. These wankers, they literally try to like shank him, yeah, and jump him, and he's just like, and they they try insulting him, and he's like, no, 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 like you just try like, Give me like, what you got. Yeah, go. he's like, f- you, and he's like, seriously, that's all you got? You f- yeah, you wanker. You're wanker. Yeah, and he the one dude, one kid takes out a knife, and he just literally slaps it out of his hand. You know, just he's just kind of sitting there. and He's and like, boy it,
1: isn't it like a one-two? Where it's like, psh, psh, yeah, he slaps, him so he slaps, he he the, slaps the knife
0: too. out, and then slaps him away to the like in the face, and yeah. then it falls in the wall, and everyone behind the counter is just like baffled at, as to what's happening. And and he just wanted to order a sandwich and put some some juice on it or whatever, yep. some sauce, and and he's like, maybe there's hope for you down at the gym. He's like, oh my god, is that coach? It's like, Are you coach? He's like, yeah. But then you learn more about, you know, what he he does and what he's a part of. And when there's that marijuana heist, um, which is hilarious, the fact that they're... Dude,
1: the second he's like, take it all back now.
0: (laughs) Now. He's like, please don't tell me this person you got it from was Mickey Pearson. And he's like, holy s***. Please. He's not someone you want to mess with or owe money to or anything like that. Yeah. And... It's interesting because you like, he as a character he seems pretty formidable. Like he knows how to fight, how to defend himself, and he's established a little boxing gym and and has trained fighters. Because obviously, you're this group of you know fighters who also rap yeah. oh at the same God. time and like you know do it. It's interesting because they're not really boxing; they're doing like you know martial arts when they're fighting and flips and like Kung Fu and they're videoing or, you know, recording all of it. Making like a montage and of yeah, it. Yeah. And they're making like a music video and they public, you publish it online. Is like, please tell me you didn't do that. It's like, yeah, bruv. Yeah, bruv. I already did. And he goes and meets Raymond and he's like, look, don't take it out on them. I'll owe you whatever you want. And then he says, "I'll owe you three things," but he ends up doing four. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love that fourth he, he, He's he, like, he holds his, he holds his like fingers up, like four. Come on, I the, said
1: three at the very end. Oh my god, it was hilarious because you're just like, oh,
0: <laughs> s-. nice. You know, you know something's gonna go down, and and yeah. So I I loved I love the use of his character because he's not in it a lot, but I think just the amount of Colin Farrell's character coach being used is very pivotal to the plot. Yeah. Because if he hadn't been there, then, well, Raymond would have been dead probably. Yeah, he would have. So, you know, because, uh, them boys were pulling in hot. Yeah. And I like how Guy Ritchie from the start makes you think that Hugh Grant's character Fletcher is, someone with power but he's actually like really not he's like a not to say a journalist but he's someone who he, he's trying to make a movie yeah he hands he hands he, the dude <laughs> a script at the very end that miramax um uh film so It's like just think about it and it's literally him telling the story of actual real life events yeah you have experience with that yes yeah <laughs> so i mean it's therapeutic pun- plenty of movies uh you know have been made obviously based on true stories so it's it it fits but it's it, it's just a cool concept i feel like that guy richie had for a movie for things to play out in a movie and then someone in the movie is trying to take those real life events to make a movie with a real studio such as miramax yeah. right so that's that's actually pretty pretty uh interesting and I mean, again, it's a it's a nice it's a nice plot. It, it 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 tells a good story. There's some mystery there. There's like some some back and forth. Like, I love how you have Fletcher and Raymond that are inside uh, Fletcher's house. Uh, you know, seemingly you know having drinks. Then next thing you know, they're Eating out they're steak. outside making having a wa- like wagyu you know steak. That steak looked incredible. It did. I was like, holy hell! I think like Burns himself I was like, yes, it's hot. But it also keeps like your feet and legs warm. That's awesome, man. And I would have that, but like you know, obviously in Florida, what's the point? Yeah, don't need it. I think
1: I think we had what combined, maybe a month and a half of winter,
0: if that. Maybe yeah, but maybe yeah. that's on a good year, and that's spread out, <laughs> yeah. across twelve. That's months. That's not consistent, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. But, it's, yeah, I think it's interesting how, you know, and they, I think they did a great job, or Guy Ritchie does a great job going back and forth with. That's his thing, man.
1: That nonlinear is just the way to yeah, do
0: it. Yeah, no, I love that. And that's what I like about Guy Ritchie's movies, you know, and um, I think between between Fletcher and, like, Matthew McConaughey, uh, as, you know, as Mickey, where Mickey is trying to be undone, like his whole he's establishment. Yeah, he's trying to get out and and Fletcher's trying to throw him out like under the bus to Big Dave and and you know, there's another, you know, uh what's his face? Uh, dry eyes is, yep. is trying to go behind his his mentor's back and he's meeting with him. Yeah, and he's meeting with uh Jeremy Strong's character, which uh, I forgot that he was in this movie uh, until I rewatched it recently because I've been going through the show Succession that's super popular on HBO, mm. and he's one of the main protagonists. And just seeing how his character is in that show and how he acts in this show, I'm like, man, it's complete opposite. He's not in this movie a lot either, but like the way his character is in, in that show is just like it's very depressing. Because of what he's, his character is, you know, goes through. And then in this, in this movie, um, uh, Matt he, he plays the character Matthew. and there's like that scene where they're at the football stadium and Fletcher's got a ginormous camera mm-hmm. and they he has like a script, right? He's looking they're looking at the script and he's like telling Raymond to read the lines. He's like, like he pauses the laptop. He's like, "No, no, no, like like read it with some like passion." He's like, "Oh, what do you mean? I don't know what you're talking about." He's like, "No, like no, like read it for real. Like what do you mean? I don't know what you're talking about." I thought that was hilarious. That was that was like a, just like a small funny part to, to just kind of throw in there. But then he's like some wanker stands up and then just like points to like wanker on the screen and you don't get to see what's being said. Yep. But we as viewers see and hear what is being said between uh the two guys so mm-hmm. and we realize that dries is not going to stop at anything to eh, essentially get what he wants yeah and um uh, the one guy that they get um his name's um Fouk. it's like Fuuk or fuck f- 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 it's like
1: <laughs> oh no yeah it it, it was it, it was it uh so you're going to have a great time bleeping this out, but, oh God. um, yeah. so let's try to be smart about it. It was or fuck. He's like, yeah, he's right there. F-huck. No, <laughs> you said right. Fuck. Oh, fucking sound quite a,
0: quite similar. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, obviously it's spelled P H U C. Yeah. So man, <laughs> That that was good, but that 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 was hilarious. That's some funny dialogue. Yeah, to, to and that was include. one of the favors. Yeah, He's like, here you go. Yep, yep. That was one of them, and the the other favor that coach has to do with Big Dave.
1: Oh yeah, with the pig, <laughs> the pig. Oh,
0: yes. He, so, Big Dave is coming out of the building, and then coaches dudes the the martial art yeah i forget what they're called yeah i don't remember um oh gosh it oh god it's gonna eat me up um i don't know if i can find out really quick but anyway they abduct him throw him in a van and then he wakes up he's not in any clothes but he's talking to coach and there's a laptop and he, t- he tells him what we did and said, like, we drugged you. And he goes, man, you know what you did. Oof, I, I don't think anyone would want to see it. But here's what's going to happen. You stop following. You don't do anything for Mickey. You don't pursue him. You don't publish or anything. You you And then you deny Fletcher exists. And this won't go live. Because if it does, man, <laughs> once you see it once, you can't unsee it. As he says to Raymond, he's like, yep. oh, yeah, that, that's like tattooed in your brain for life. It's like there's no going back. Nope. Yep. And yeah, basically, Big Dave uh, had sex uh, with a giant fat, fat pig. Pig. I mean, in the mud. Size of a I think it was, freaking it looked car. That like looked like a cow. Yeah. That pig think- was. And you can kind of hear the 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 audio which is like barely playing on the laptop he's like screaming in the car and he's like oh i know what part that's at <laughs> so but man that's wow. yeah that was one of the other ones so and uh yeah i mean i i it's hard to say like uh, what character i like the most because I, as i as i'm it's thinking really about it like it's tough like charlie Hunnam is mickey you know raymond is is mickey's go-to right it's like right hand man does everything drives him around does the jobs and when he has to go get the girl right uh what was her name laura i can't remember laura i think her name was yeah laura pressfield because she is she's like the heir yes lord pressfield's daughter right yeah. and he says that he'll get her in exchange but when he goes to that apartment upstairs that there's just a bunch of lowlice in there, there's an anomaly. He goes, so he goes, I know everything about you. I know your parents. I know, I know your name. I know your birth. I know where you grew up. I know you went to school. I know everything. He goes, but you, my friend, you're an anomaly. And he points to, um, what was his name? Arlen? I can't, yeah, I think so. Arlen, I think. I think it was and arlen yeah it was an anomaly because he turned turns out he was the son of a russian mobster i believe yeah if i'm if i'm not mistaken yep and you know I, I remember i remember when i first watched it and it clicked again when he when he opens It's like let's get let's get some air in here and i'm like someone's falling off that balcony i'm like oh it's right it's arlen right and sure enough, uh, because the one dude decides to get slick and tries to go after Raymond, he and he just shoves him off. And he's like, "Don't you ever lay a finger on me, yep, or I will end you." It's something along those lines, right? And then he says to the one dude, like, you know, babysit him for like a minute, and then they just they try to that uh, one dude like wax him over the head with like a hammer or something, and they start fighting, and then that's when Arlen gets like accidentally falls off the balcony. Yep kersplat the kids that are there. Grab the phone. Yeah, like are all videoing it. So then people are running after them. And it's meanwhile, a, dude. Meanwhile, Fletcher's there, being a little nasty little spy. Yep, whole time, whole time throughout the entire movie. Like he's just in these spots getting all these pictures of, you know, of Mickey, of Raymond, and just you know the the dead. Deep a Russian team. kid, and and he's like, Oh, yeah, the guy, the Russian mob might have found out because of me. And it's like, That's, I, mean, I don't know how it would be in the UK, but I'm like, I feel like that's like, um, you know, a murderous intent, if I'm not mistaken. Probably. Like, y- you helped someone get murdered. So, well, shout out to Coach on that one. Yeah, until Coach was like, Nah, uh, 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 fourth. Four. Bam bam. That was great. But when Mick uh, sorry, Raymond chases after the one kid and there's like a bunch of them and that's like little in building or whatever. Stop being
1: <laughs> a And I hate <laughs> I hate that word.
0: I mean like, but it's
1: I, it's used so freely over there. It, <clears> it's like
0: <throat> or Yeah, like you I, know like it's one of those words where I know a lot of people here in the United States don't take kindly to it and I and I get I get it. I get why. Like, I'll never say it. I um, only actually say it in that single quote. Yeah, like, I I, <laughs> I I, mainly say it when I'm quoting, like, a British I say it when I'm movie. quoting a uh, Guy Ritchie movie. <laughs> or the boys. Because Billy Butcher says it. Billy Butcher. He says either... He says s*** <laughs> or s***. <or> and... <laughs> they're like, Oi, stop being a right
1: <laughs> Oi.
0: You know? And... But it no, I've always found it fascinating how it's literally said all the time there.
1: It it, it rolls off the tongue.
0: Yeah, it's like a very common derogatory the curse word over there. But here it's like oh, how dare you say that. Gasp. Gasp. Yeah. <gasps> Breath.
1: Like the, the shock. The British variant of me that exists out there somewhere, I'm sure he uses that word a shitload. Yeah. I mean yeah. It, it's it, can you Yeah. can you imagine a uh, a British variant
0: Ugh. A- of Austin? Ugh. I can I can imagine a British version of me. <laughs> <Talk to> me. <laughs> Hello Governor Hello <laughs> oh, Governor You are right Oi Oi Uh anyway <laughs> yeah but he but he's he yeah like there's a couple of funny parts uh, about using that word in this movie and the one guy's like drop you know how about you give us the cash and raymond just has enough of it at one point because the dude has like a machete he's like Sigh. he reaches behind his like trench coat pulls out like an smg just fires it in the air everyone runs And the one kid who has the phone is still there. And he's like, now put it down, like motioning with his hand down to the ground. And the kid finally, you know, does it. And then he runs off. But then there was another guy that one of his other, one of Raymond's other guys is holding another kid over the ledge who had a phone and he he drops it. So, but he tells Mickey that, yeah, no, yeah, it's, we got the phones, so we're good. But again, it was Fletcher's, Little rat ass that that had the camera. Rat, little rat. No, little rat. Yeah, I love Jack Nicholson. Rats, rats suck. But Rat
1: though was a pretty good band. Can't say I listened to it. Eighties hair
0: metal dog. Get with it. Mm. Oh, actually, it's not it's not uh, Arlen, it's Aslan. (laughs) So. JK yeah as Aslan but here's the funny part too about that when we and and of course it happens in the beginning of the story where Fletcher and Raymond are like you want some he's like I'm hungry you have anything he's like I got some Wagyu beef oh I love Wagyu he's like he's like I'll go get it he's like no 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 no. I'll get it oh yeah and that's when he opens up the freezer and he kind of just takes a second and he goes Ah Poor Aslan. And you see like a frozen body in there. And then later on, you see two two guys carrying out a frozen corpse. And uh, Fletcher's like stops. He's like, do we have a problem? And then Raymond comes over and goes, I don't know, Fletcher. Do we have a problem? He's like, no, no, no problem. Uh, problem I I didn't see anything. Uh, I'm going to go this way now. And it, yeah, that was a, that was a pretty like, funny oh, scene just yeah. from like coincidence of the, uh, of the characters come across a dead body, but it's uh, dude. Guy Ritchie is just so good. Guy can direct and write a story. That's for sure. That's for damn sure. Yeah. yeah. And to go into the part where we see in the movie, like in the beginning of the movie where Matthew McConaughey is at the, at the pub having a nice warm pint and a pickled egg. And, we hear a gunshot and again, the beginning of the movie guy, Richie you know, wants us to think it's Matthew McConaughey. Cause that's like, Oh, that's yeah, usually what happens. Right. Then we kind of see the story being told yeah. from the beginning, but it's Raymond who shoots one of the Russian guys Very that last was second. sent there. Yeah. At the last second, it's like who is he? But you know, that's when he's on the phone with his wife at the same time. And he hears that, that someone else is there and they're just, you know, driving fast, and Raymond has to put the seatbelt on while he's driving. Like, and just doesn't move his hand, doesn't take oh, his yeah. hands off the steering wheel. Has to like mm. weave in and out. He's just like, and then that truck just plows into them, and and then he has to take off on foot. He still saves the day, which is always a you know a great thing. But yeah, and I like how Fletcher thinks that he's going to get paid like twenty million pounds or whatever, and it's like, no, 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 like you're you're not going to get that at all, and then. When when Mickey is meeting with Matthew and Bunny, I think is uh, what his um, one of his dudes mm-hmm. was. He's like, "Bunny will chop you up. Bunny will just you know, oh, take a pound of flesh. That's yeah. right." And he goes, well, you know, "If it's not a pound, then we're gonna keep ta- we're gonna keep taking." He goes, so you've got two things: you can go in the freezer, and you can click it. But it's like negative twenty five degrees, so I give you about an hour until you know frostbite kicks in, and then you freeze to death, right? So, I just love that sort of. He's just like listening down man, and seeing, like, here's you got two options.
1: It's either A or B, and it's definitely not going to be
0: B. Yeah.
1: So, do what you
0: need to do. Get Because that care was a of. big man. Oh no, the bunny. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. There is no way Matthew was going to like. Overpower him or try to swindle his way out of it. So, no way. but yeah, I, I think kind of going to the the very end where Fletcher thinks he has the one up, and Coach is there, and Fletcher's kind of intimidated by him. He's like, "I wanna you know your friend that we, there's nothing wrong. You know we're all good here." But I just love how like, Hugh Grant's you know Fletcher is just like portrays this little weasel, right? Like Dude, he, he's he's got this little <laughs> agenda. Like uh, you're 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 willing to basically have this dude killed because again of Aslan dying as an anomaly in an accident. Yep. That you're like oh, let me go tell tell this Russian oligarch dude that you killed his son, even by accident. Well now they're now they're gonna come kill you. So and that's when. Raymond was like, Oh crap. He's like, hey, I said, you know, they're, they're going to come here. And then they're also going to go kill. um,
1: good old, McConaughey. Good, old, good
0: old McConaughey. And that's again, again, when he's like, um, don't get in the car. But right before that happens, coach saves the day. Cause it's like, ba 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 ba. Yep. And <laughs> I, I love that. It's so simple. Yep. but it's just like a funny, funny nonverbal scene yeah and then when we see him, uh mickey gets the text don't get in the car and he looks up and i forgot he says the name of the driver and he's like i don't know what it was david or dave mm-hmm. or something like that he's like this isn't dave and you're like okay yeah. well there's a gun pointed at me and you can see that he's trying to play out scenarios and think what he could pot, you know, potentially do in yep. this situation. But yet again, Coach gets a phone call when he's in the car getting ready to leave from his boys saying, Hey, bruv, I think we've got a plan with this whole Mickey thing. And he's like, What do you mean? He says, Don't worry, we'll handle it. And he's like, What do you mean? <laughs> he's like, Oh, bloody hell. And we see them get in a truck, like a van they are driving like in the background of the same car that Mickey's in. And then they speed in front of the car and just kick open the back, back doors, machine gun. And then, you know, Mickey lays down and then the two guys in the front uh, just get mowed down. And then the car just kind of rolls to a stop into some barrels and uh, Mickey gets out of there. Love that! Yeah,
1: ah, what a great movie!
0: Yeah, it was uh, quite awesome. And then, in, of course, the very end—that's when we see Fletcher trying to pitch the script, and then he gets in the cab. But it's not a normal cab driver; it's Raymond. Oh yeah, I forget what Hugh Grant says there. He says like, "Oh man, you're of many—you're a man of many occupations," or something like that. <laughs> and he just drives off, and then that's. That's like it. that that's how it ends. And I'm like, man, that is, that's a great ending. Cause it, you know, there's been a little bit of wonder, like what happens as they take him back to Mickey. Oh yeah. He's killed. Yeah. I'm like, there's no way he's living,
1: but also there is also the chance that I ah, might get out of it somehow.
0: Well, you know, I, you y- know, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I think it could like, um, you, you know, do something. Who knows? Honestly, or I'd like to think he would get, he would probably get taken out, but
1: Oh yeah. I think Mickey would kill him.
0: Yeah. I mean what other what other services does he have? Zero. Yeah. So uh lots t- the
1: script is good, you know. We'll see <laughs> what happens.
0: Yeah, it's like I turned this into a script. It's like, well, you might make a lot of money out this script if this movie does well, so then we'll take 90% of it. <laughs> yeah. You know, um lots to like about this movie. Is there anything you you didn't like? I I don't know. Like I I don't think I could really think of anything that I just did not like about it, but
1: I definitely can't. Um like, this movie is pretty freaking solid it was a super funny um in that guy richie quick british humor kind of way yeah you know um yeah dialogue is spot on cinematography of course is very cool but yeah um, i love the cinematography for me, and the characters
0: yeah great characterization you know great um you know back and forth with just learning learning who the characters are you know I wouldn't quite say there's like a ton of like development, but it because it's not one of those like films. But even then, you you do see more about the characters. Like you get to learn and understand who you know Mickey Pearson is. He come to have his own you know you know marijuana syndicate and you know yeah, and but he wants to get out. Like he's just done, and you learn more about. You know, Raymond, his loyalty, just, you know, you know, you know who he is and what he does. You see again to even characters like uh, a coach, you know, very not an in-depth character, but just you see the value yeah. that he that he provides for for this film and for the that universe in the in the film itself. So. Um, but yeah, I think everyone like all around. I think everyone did a great job, like with acting, of course, uh, especially all the, the main protagonists. As far as interesting things about the movie, so budget wise, it was a twenty-two million dollar budget. Okay. Box office wise, made uh, a hundred and fifteen point two mil. Successful, if you ask me. Yeah, uh, I say that's a successful rated R movie. So you know, like I said, man, this good. this is.
1: This is definitely my favorite Guy Ritchie movie.
0: Yeah. I mean, ah, it's, man, it's see, tough. I don't know,
1: man. That's tough because I we can just pull up his filmography and just be like, ah, well, Sherlock Holmes 1
0: and 2 are pretty rad. Um, well, Sherlock Holmes Uncle. 1, Sherlock Holmes 2, The Man from U.N.C.L.E. Um, you know, he did King Arthur Legend of the, of the Sword with... Scarzard? Uh, well, with Char- Charlie Hunnam. Oh. That was decent. It wasn't my favorite. Scarzard, but, I'm an idiot. Uh yeah, um I think have I said Man from Uncle, but he did Aladdin. I liked Aladdin. That was with um Will Smith as the genie. Never saw it. Really?
1: I have not seen I, a
0: single listen, reboot or remake of the Disney movies. Sometimes. I think I think they never sh- I think none of them should have been done. I think the animated version should just stay untouched. But I L- would it does. Huh?
1: Up here it does cuz I've never seen those.
0: Yeah? I mean, I I I've well, I've seen The Jungle Book. I've seen The Lion King. I did like the Christopher Walken.
1: Uh, I forget, Some of these other ones I, I, I will not you, see. I forget who he plays. I forget the giant orangutans. Oh, it's yeah. Funny. I
0: forgot what his name was. But I, I liked Aladdin. You know, I, thought, I thought it was pretty good for, for what it was worth. He's got a new movie coming out called The Covenant with Jake Gyllenhaal. And then... Uh, the movie I you know that you're excited about, The Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Guy Richie. great dude. What would you uh? What would you rate this movie?
1: You know, I'm gonna give it like a like a ninety two, ninety three. Really? Okay. Yeah. Really liked it a lot. Like I said, man, it was the characters for me just because you had all these unique characters that every single person just had great dialogue scenes. Every single one. Yeah. And like just even in that first uh scene where who uh Hugh Grant's there between him and uh Ray. Just that first scene you're just like, Oh okay. And then it moves outside. Then you get all the other stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, I'm gonna go with a 92. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. What about you? Um, you know, I, I'm, I've been a little conflicted on the rating. Like, I'm somewhere between an 85 and a 90 percent. Interesting. Like, I I'd probably lean higher up, but it's I don't know if it's my favorite Guy Ritchie movie. That's the only. That's the only thing. Like, I think I like Snatch more than this. Snatch was good. Yeah. You know, Man from Uncle. Man from Ah, Uncle, dude, is so underrated. It is, exactly. It is an underrated film from him. That literally
1: showed me Henry Cavill is James Bond. Please. He needs to be. 100%. Honestly, and um, hot take, Army Hammer played a pretty good Russian. Yeah. Even though he's a cannibal.
0: Yeah. Right. So let's see what, uh, other reviews have said. So, yeah, I mean, critics is 75 audience score averages like 84. We've got other audiences pulled by cinema score. Give the film an average rating of B plus, you know, or average three out of 3.5 out of five. So I definitely would recommend watching this, you know, again, like we said in the beginning, this is definitely a, a film to buy, I think. You know, if you want to own it, I think it's worth it. You know, there's uh, maybe some interesting things about the movie that um, some people are obviously like, you know, a little uh, hit or miss on. So apparently part of, of the critical response was that this film was criticized for racism. Interesting. From the Guardian. Some, I'm not going to. Guardian's trash. Yeah. They sh <laughs> my boy Johnny Depp. Yeah, I know. So I, I'm like, to me, they already lost, uh, lost, lost value and reputation for, for me. Uh, but this person wrote, by Richie's logic, white weed kingpins are entrepreneurs with the moral high ground. Asian heroin pushers are the killers of the world. And then someone else from Salon said, Richie thinks casual racism is funny. and the film's Asian characters are all called the derogatory C-word Chinamen. Most everyone else on the screen is called the other equally taboo C-word, which is, you know, which is meant to be cheeky, but it's not. It is offensive, cringe-inducing rather than amusing, and one wonders when the juvenile Richie is going to grow the up and quit being so concealed about his smart assery lol who what (laughs) wrote that Uh, someone from salon magazine like okay (laughs) salon magazine is 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 critiquing a guy Ritchie film wild that is that is hilarious i'm sorry uh guy Ritchie. keep doing what you're doing because it's film it's all make believe it is fiction It's, it's a movie yeah it's a movie Like, and I I think that always goes goes along with any movie. You know, if a movie offends you, whether it be language, thematical points, gore, violence, horror, whatever it happens to be, you don't have to watch it. No one is putting a gun to your head and saying, "Watch the movie," or, you know, the trigger gets pulled. Just know what you know what you're getting into. Know that you're
1: going to watch a Guy Ritchie movie and be like, you know what? There's gonna be some, especially
0: said. Well, especially you know. if it's rated R, right? Right, like if you're saying, okay, well, I'm gonna watch Aladdin. Well, obviously, there's no cursing in that. Or even with uh, Sherlock Holmes one and two, right? Like, I don't think there was any cursing in that movie. Maybe something, but there, those were rated PG-13. So, you know, again, I. Nothing bad, but I don't know. I think that's a bit of a stress I, th- I think that's actually pretty harsh. Um, and you know, so let's talk about something positive. Ten awesome behind the scenes facts about Guy Ritchie's movie, The Gentleman. would love this. So in in the film, I guess it ta- you know obviously talks about uh, you know the legalization of marijuana. Um, Guy Ritchie said that he doesn't have a strong opinion one way or another about whether or not marijuana is legalized in the UK. However, the line about it never being legalized so long as there is a queen on the throne attracted attracted him to the idea of old values clashing with new progress. Mm. Just legalize it. It needs to be legalized. I'm sorry. Yeah, it does. Returning to the roots. Many people saw this film as a return to the classic Guy Ritchie who had burst onto the cinema scene. With Woody and fun and crimes like Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels and Snatch, yeah, exactly. This is very much in line with those movies, because he had done other things like we said before, Sherlock Holmes, Sherlock Holmes is the One and Two, and Aladdin, which are you know different than what he's done. So, uh, and I actually learned about this earlier, because I I think I might have forgotten about it. But there's a TV uh, series coming that was announced coming to Netflix. Really? Got approved November 2022. Really? Yep. So that would be awesome. I don't know if it'll come out later this year. I haven't seen anything, but that is confirmed. So that is awesome. Uh, I actually think I saw a list of people who will actually be in the TV show that's coming. Which I believe Theo James will be will be in it.
1: Theo James. Why is that something familiar?
0: Um, Yeah, you'd you'd recognize him. Um, That's Theo James. My screen. What has he been in? Um, Theo James has been in a couple different things. Anyway, (laughs) it's a bit of a cop-out. But no, no, no. Um, Theo James has been in... Um underworld the divergent series he's been in uh how it ends and he played vesemir in the witcher season two and movie wise tv wise he did see here castlevania the animated series which i absolutely loved on netflix hmm. definitely recommend that if you're looking to adult well Say adult themed anime not like that whoa, but well uh, it is not hentai no it is um more so like just pg-13 rated r anime because it's like killing vampires it's it's basically from the castlevania video games with like dracula and stuff like that it's it's awesome um but uh he was in white lotus season two as one of the main ah, characters okay that's what, I, that's what i recently saw him in yep the time traveler's wife uh yeah no no t just says tba for for release uh who else is going to be it uh vinnie jones john carlo esposito whoa okay so yeah no i think it's got a pretty good cast um obviously some other british actors so chanel uh cresswell alexis rodney uh, i forgot how to pronounce this, this dude's last name um but he did the voice of Darth Maul in episode one before Ray Park did. Oh, okay. Peter Sarah Finowitz, I believe. Oh name. man, he's awesome. Yeah. And then you got uh, Jolie Kim Richardson. Um, she was in Nip Tuck. She's been in a lot of stuff. So dude, I- I'm actually really looking forward to this TV, sh- uh, TV show. So that's cool. Uh, Hugh Grant uh, filmed his scenes in just five days. With forty pages of dialogue to cover. What a legend. Dude. Wow, wow dude. holy. Shit. Dude. Grant had a had a cheat sheet made to help him learn all the lines, but the night before filming, his car was broken into and the cheat sheet was stolen. And he still did that. He still was able to, to do forty pages of dialogue in five days. Dude,
1: I'm sorry. Oh my god. People can
0: say what they want about about Hugh Grant, but um that is some talented, talented writing, or sorry, acting right there. That's all it is. Yeah. That's just talent. That's talent. Good, good memory. Wow. The original lead. So, uh, yeah, Charlie Hunnam's Ray is an integral part of the action in the movie, and this project allowed Hunnam and Richie to team up once again after working on King Arthur together. As it turns out, Ritchie had already had this idea on his mind when they met for the first time, so... Hey, when you know, you know, you want something. Yeah. So beer and pubs. Uh, while Richie usually finds some subtle cameo for himself in his film, this time around he let his personal brands pop up throughout the film. When one of the characters is walking into a bar at one point in the film, there is a beer truck with a logo for Gritchie Brewing Company. And Mickey is seen drinking the same beer later in the film. Oh, yeah, that is right. This is a real brewing company owned by Richie. Likewise the glass in the bar features the logo Lord of the Land which is the London pub Richie owns with footballer David Beckham. Huh, that's cool. That is rad. Yeah, that's the, super awesome. Yeah, the costume design for this film, he took several different approaches to with the characters. Well, aware Mickey wears posh clothes as a way of attempting to fit in with high class British people. Fletcher has a red color scheme to hint at his nefariousness. <laughs> yeah, definitely true. Richie even took Charlie Hunnam's, uh, uh, Richie took Charlie Hunnam clothes shopping to prepare for his role. Okay. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Writing on the fly. Given how sharp and unique Richie's scripts are, one might assume that he takes a very strict approach and in insisting the script is followed exactly. In reality, his style of filmmaking is very loose and in the moment. Interesting. That's actually really interesting because I would think that everything that he has is sort of like written in precision. But reading that and hearing that just... That changes a lot about a lot of his movies that I think about it. Because it'd be like, nah, just kind of go with it and sort of, you yeah. know, s- say something along those lines. Which is... Funny when you think about the dialogue. That's what I'm because saying. Because then you're like, oh. Because I think the dialogue is excellent in this movie throughout. Dude, I think it's one of his best. like, He knows how to write the right dialogue. dialogue. Yeah, for sure. Richie does not do table reads for his films, but rather holds extensive rehearsals on the day. If the rehearsals show that the dialogue is not working or something better comes up, Richie will rewrite this scene on the fly. Michelle Dockery claimed she usually received pages for her scenes moments before filming. Wow. Ugh, that's stressful. That's <laughs> yeah, that, was, that might be a little stressful. Like, okay, here you go. Here's the scene. Wow. Uh Guy, there's like a giant paragraph of dialogue here. Get to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, just, just, nah, you know, read, nah, it. Okay. No, no, no. read it and kind of, you know, just think about it and say something along those lines, you know, and and if we need to read, do a take, you'll just, you know, start to remember it more, you know? That's pretty, that's pretty cool though. Um, That makes me almost love it a bit more. Yeah. So apparently uh, the long, good Friday though, not a direct remake. Many fans have pointed out the striking similarities. This film shares with the classic 1980 British gangster film, the long, good Friday. Both films focus on a successful gangster who plans on going into a legitimate business are threatened by a number of attacks against his empire Richie seems to understand the connection, and he, he has a scene near the end with, with mirrors, the iconic backseat scene in The Long Good Friday. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 that makes sense. In both movies, the gangster gets in the car, only for a government to, to turn around for him and to be driven off, presumably to be executed. Saik Movie <laughs> within a movie. One or more entertaining aspects of the film is the framing of Fletcher's movie pitch to Ray, Fletcher lays out the plot of the movie as if it as if it is a movie he is writing himself, which you you kind of, you kind of think that. He does this to show he has information on in Mickey which he can expose, which you learn. At the end of the film, Fletcher is seen meeting with a movie executive and pitching the same movie. He presents the script with his title, Bush, that happens to be one of the working titles for the scene. Because he's he's in a bush filming quite often. Mm-hmm. Also behind Fletcher is a poster for the man from uncle, which Rich- Richie also directed. Oh, great movie. Yeah. That's a little, a uh, good Easter egg. So, but yep. Overall, great movie. I think any of his movies are worth watching and, uh, and owning. So yeah. Do you have, uh, anything else you want to add on to the movie? You know, I had something, but I
1: can't, I just lost it, but I would just like to point out that once again, that this movie, I think, is definitely my favorite Guy Ritchie movie. Like I've said a million times, but also I think it's it might be the coolest. Um, it might be the coolest Guy Ritchie movie too, because mm. this is a pretty cool movie. Yeah, I, I like the vibe. Like, again, like everything I think... about it—from the Wagyu steak to the cocktails they they make. Yeah, you know the gentleman. Yeah, the kind of the manners and aura and everything about it is just like professional yes but good looking yeah like every single suit every person wears in that entire movie except the russian
0: (laughs) kid (laughs) well yeah (laughs) Um, apparently he's a lover for lover for fashion and clothing so like for him to have a good understanding and a good idea of what they all look like is is great and then yeah I love the vibe the, the clothing vibe you know it's definitely like very I love the way uh Ray Ray's attire is I yeah. feel like I feel like that's how I would dress it's very nice like that big like sort of trench coat but he's got like nice like clothing underneath it I would I would sport that like a 20s gangster yeah
1: you know yeah. but other than that no man I just want to say that this is the coolest guy Richie movie there is yep. um Man from Uncle's pretty cool actually.
0: We'll t- we'll- I'm sure we'll re- we'll talk about that as much later.
1: as much as we've talked about it, we'll have to review that one
0: eventually but um, that's yes. all I got. Yeah, um, I-, I concur and yeah, I don't think we'll really have much else to say, but for those of you listening, if you do have anything to say, uh, feel free to comment on the Twitter post about this once it's posted and this is live. And, yeah, if you have anything you want to say, add on what parts you liked, you didn't like, if anything, and, you know, favorite characters, favorite moments, favorite lines, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, just go ahead and, you know, pop a little, pop a little engagement on there. Comment on it and say, y'all don't know what you're talking about. I love the word see you next Tuesday. Okay, cool. Yeah, you know, a lot of people in... uh, Some people do. In British society do. I mean, a lot of people here in the United States do too. So, you know, uh, (laughs) it is a striking word, but... Damn, do I laugh when I hear it sometimes? Because it's just something about the way British people say it. It just it just sounds so much cooler. It I really does. hope
1: you can get an insert. Every there. time
0: it's said, oh my god, yeah. But it would, to, it, would,
1: it would have to be the the insert and then the bleep on top of the insert, so it would just be way hilarious.
0: Yeah, I can I might leave one in there. <laughs> Stop being. A I can find <sighs> that line. I will leave it in there. Stop fucking around, cunt!
1: But we'll eventually have to get a curse count on the uh podcast and
0: yeah, potentially yeah. per
1: episode depending on depending on the movie
0: it's like it just seems like extra work for me to do you got to want it baby <laughs> yeah whatever how many bleeps Well, you know we'll, we'll let the audience do that you know what i mean yeah let them count all yeah, right yeah you count guys out. count
1: let us know who curses more me or him it's definitely
0: you yeah <laughs> it's definitely you but uh, yeah, if you want to share this with your friends, I mean, and uh, actually, let me, retract, let me re- retract that statement. Share this with your friends. Definitely. With your family, no ifs, too. No or buts. Wake your parents up
1: and show them this podcast episode.
0: Yeah. Well, just every episode.
1: Start from the top and start and with ends Predator. Ends forthright. Yeah. yeah. Start with Predator, work your way down.
0: Yeah. And and then just keep going, because there's going to be plenty more episodes to come. So, on that note, be tu- uh, stay tuned for more episodes to come. Uh, we mentioned this in the last episode, we might fire a bunch off uh, in the very near future mm-hmm. since we'll probably have a little bit more time, which is always good. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Austin's looking forward to it. So, <sighs> you know, at that point, um, yeah, we're, we're deciding on what movies we're going to be you know, pumping out here soon within the next you know, couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that again. Follow us on Twitter uh, for any you know future episodes and if you follow us on apple Podcasts and spotify you should get notified as when to a new episode does drop so as long as you have those those notifications on and pay attention to your phone somewhat or if you get in your car and you're like oh boom you know i load up spotify apple Podcasts, and guess what it's there and then you can kind of just go from that point so but but yeah that's it that's it so Thanks for listening, thanks for the support, everyone. Uh this is this is Nick and Austin on the plot strikes. Back back. Boom, boom, back. Boom.